What's up, peeps? We're back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benson. Thank you so much for joining us on the AEW Insider Podcast Edition. We're going to cover what just happened on AEW Dynamite. I got the card for Crown Jewel and my predictions. Uh, We got some Impact News, Ring of Honor News, and we'll get to the show. Uh, First and foremost, this is the AEW Insider, and I always say even if there's one story or none, we start with AEW because this is the AEW Insider. But if you listen to me and you're a fan, you know my two current favorites are Sammy Callahan and Dolph Ziggler. Well, Impact Wrestling had their debut on Access TV Tuesday night. Sammy Callahan fought Brian Cage again for the Impact World title in a steel cage, and finally... My dog, Sammy Callahan, is the Impact fucking world champion. Which he should have been a long time ago, and I'm so, so happy for him. Sammy Callahan is the man. So please, show him some love, man. Thank you. It's fucking awesome. Sammy's the best. Tony, he doesn't like me saying that, and I can't even say that he doesn't like anybody saying it. But I met him two Augusts ago at uh, House of Glory in Brooklyn, New York. And seriously, even though he's a douchebag on TV, you know, they're acting, he's the nicest fucking guy, man. He wouldn't even charge me for a picture. I had to beg him to buy some merch off of him because he wouldn't even charge me, and I wanted to put money in his pocket. The draw is the man. It's well-deserved. You know, he was an NXT if you follow them, maybe not. He was a hacker. His character was a hacker, what have you. It didn't work out. He even said himself they were changing him. He wasn't who he was supposed to be. He was acting like how he thought WWE wanted him to be. And that's why he asked for his release. And look at him a couple years later. So congratulations, the draw. Sammy Callahan, congrats, bro. Alright, AEW Dynamite. It kicked off with Moxley. He was very upset about the Omega situation. He went to Tony Khan's office and was pissed. The door was closed, but he was screaming. He was screaming because he found out his match with Omega was going to be non-sanctioned, which means it wouldn't count. The lunatic fringe flip shit. I love what they're doing with their product. The first match to kick off the show was Sammy Guevara vs. Hangman Page. The boys put on a hell of a match. They had that crowd hype big time for the rest of the night. In the end, Hangman beat him with his, you know, his flip off the rope and into that crazy Atlaria clothesline. And I love the crowd reaction to AEW Live. Us wrestling fans have been missing a product like this for eons. So Hangman Page did beat Guevara. And I would just want to say thank you to Tony Khan, because without him, this wouldn't even happen. Without the Elite also. But Tony, man, thank you. This is fucking awesome. Uh, they did have a female match with new signee Shayna versus uh, Japan star Shida. The match didn't impress me at all. The crowd did stick with it, though. Shida pulled out the win in the end. They then show Rock and Roll Express. They came out to show off the AEW tag titles, because they were going to be presenting them later in the night. Uh, LAX, aka Ortiz and Santana, they came out and they beat the shit out of the Rock and Roll Express. They even took one of them and literally put them through the stage. Of course, it was set up with like breakaway wood, what have you, but he picked them up and he fucking slammed them right through this cage. I mean, through the stage. It was pretty awesome. Um, as advertised, Rick and Morty would be on the show. 
Uh, and they did. They had Rick and Morty like time warps on all the ring posts and shit like that. Uh, after that, there was a three-on-three tag match. It did have the best friends and freshly squeezed OC, Orange Cassidy. They were all dressed like characters from Rick and Morty. Uh, they fought two scrubs and they fought QT Marshall. If you watch AEW and Road to AEW or Road to Fighter Fest, what have you, you can see one of Cody's right-hand mans behind the scenes is that guy. He's always eating an apple. Well, he is a wrestler. He made his AEW debut last week on AEW Dark, and he was in this three-way match. Uh, it was pretty good, though. Orange Cassidy got to show off his moves. Anybody who doesn't respect what Orange Cassidy does is just lame in my book. It's a great new twist and gimmick, and he and the best friends had a place going fucking nuts, and they picked up the win. After that, La Champion took the stage. He was looking like a million bucks, baby. He had this great blazer on. It was pimp. It was had a bunch of jack-o'-lanterns on it. So Jericho was definitely dressed to impress, and he matched the season. Uh, he went. He was going to do his uh, what, excuse me, contract signing for his match at Full Gear with Cody. Cody showed up in a limo with Tony Schiavone. Uh, Cody signed the contract. Jericho went to sign the contract, but then he cut into a serious yet funny promo. Cody got in his face, and Jericho said, We can go back and forth all night, but I think your attention is needed elsewhere. On the Titantron, it showed Sammy Guevara saying, I miss you you're signing your uh, contract, Cody, because I was up to this pretty much. And it had Jack Hager destroying fucking Dustin Rhodes. I mean, he beat the shit off him. He beat the shit out of him with the car. Well, not with the car, but on top of a car. Slammed him on it. Slammed the head against it. Crushed him in the door, what have you. So they fucked up Dustin. By the end of it, Cody, Shivani, Jericho, everybody ran outside. And La Champion, a.k.a. the Inner Circle, Inner Circle drove off. Next, we had a match I've been waiting for, which was the Golden Elite, a.k.a. the Bucks and Kenny Omega, versus Angelico, Jack Evans, which is a.k.a. the Hyper 2, and they were with Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian, Evans, and Angelico are fucking amazing, and they need their proper time to shine. And they did shine, for real, for real. Uh, what you call it, Evans was all over the place, and he had minimal botches. Like, he got a little time to shine last week on AEW Dark, but he was fucking up a lot. On this match, Jack Evans was on point. Uh, both teams got to shine big time. They had the crowd going fucking bonkers, of course. But in the end, they gave the win to the Golden EVPs. Um, I mean, the Golden Elite, Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Uh, after the match, the Elite were attacked by LAX. And I even wrote Tony Khan after the match on Twitter I tweeted to him man it's such bullshit that they keep letting their big stars win all the matches man you gotta let the underdogs win too it's great you're putting them in great fights and events like this but they're never gonna have any fucking credibility if you don't start handing them wins man after that three-on-three tag match, we did have the Librarians. They came out, and Peter Avalon, of course, was talking all smack. John Moxley came out of nowhere. He hit Avalon with his finisher. Then he started talking about his unsanctioned match against Omega at full gear again. He's saying, I see that Tony Khan gives all the EVPs handouts and wins, just like I say. He said, so if Moxley said, so if I beat him, nothing counts, and nothing's in the books. To people, their golden boy, Kenny Omega. Omega never lost, and it's bullcrap, and I feel the same way. This is the Moxley that we've been waiting to see. No WWE filter included, nor needed. He ripped it, 
killer promo, and this is what we deserve and get when you don't have a creative team ramming fucking lines down your throat. So I love AEW. Of course, they give them some bullet points before they go out, but those promos, they get to go on their own, and it shows, man. The boys know what... Nobody knows the character better than the fucking person who invented and is playing the character. And in the main event, it was, of course, the AEW Tag Team Title Finals. So we did have the Lucha Brothers versus SCU. This is the final match of the big tag team tournament they've been having, have had, excuse me, have had been going the last couple of months. It was a decent, decent match. Of course, you're going to have great spots when the Lucha Brothers were in it, but they could have brought it some more. I think the Elite Sabia match was way better. But in the end, in a surprise, which I was happy about, SCU won. SCU are your first AEW tag tag champions, and they deserve it, man. I'm glad they didn't give it to the Lucha Brothers. And I got a close-up look at those tag belts because, of course, SCU was holding them in the ring. And they're pimp as fuck. The inside of the belts are lined with, like, snakeskin, black and white snakeskin. The shits are hot as hell. All right, some WWE news real quick. A major announcement was released today that WWE will hold its first women's match tomorrow in Saudi Arabia. You know, there were big fights in public, behind the scenes, what have you. WWE wasn't allowed to spotlight women over there, and they didn't do it because of the backlash, what have you. But tomorrow, there is a female match. It is my girl Lacey Evans versus Natalia. Now, I think that's awesome. Alright, peace. We got the Crown Jewel full card and predictions. Then I got some other news. So I'm going to take a break real quick. We got to pay these bills. And I'll be right back with the AEW Insider. Alright, peeps, we're back. Let's get back to the show. Remember to check us out on all social media, on all podcasting platforms, Facebook and YouTube, it's the AEW Insider. And on Twitter, it's the AEW Insider 1 as a number 1. All right, we got Crown Jewel tomorrow, uh, WWE Saudi Arabia show. Uh, the card as follows is Mansoor versus Cesaro. Now, in reality, Cesaro would fucking destroy this dude. But since it's in Saudi Arabia, of course, Mansoor will win. You really only see him at Crown Jewel events, you know what I mean? He even won the Royal Rumble, what have you. And on American TV, you only see him once or twice a year. But in Saudi Arabia, he will prevail. So I do give that win to Mansoor. We also had the Tag Team Turmoil. It's the largest Tag Team Turmoil match in history. The world, uh, excuse me, it's the World Cup of the tag team titles, they call it. Whoever wins is going to be named the best tag team in the world. Uh, The tag title, all both tag titles are on the line, which is awesome. So you got the Viking Raiders with theirs and SmackDown's champions. You got people like the New Day, Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, The Revival, The OC, Ziggler and Rude, The B Team, what have you. I don't know if the Street Profits are in this match, but I do give the Street Profits the win if they are, and if not, or even if they are, I want to go with Rude and Ziggler too. So my picks are the Street Profits or Rude and Ziggler for the tag team, best tag team in the world. Uh, We do have the women's match. It is Lacey Evans versus Natalia. I gotta give it to Lacey, dude. Lacey is such a fucking huge talent. That chick is gonna be a huge, huge star. They just need to give her a proper push. They're giving her a push, but she needs to win a title already. Then we do have the Survivor Series type match. We have the Babyfaces versus the Heels. We've got Team Hogan, which consists of Roman Reigns, Ricochet, Rusev, 
Ali and Shorty G. And they're taking on Team Flair, which consists of Randy Orton, King Corbin, Shinsuke Nakamura, Bobby Lashley, and Drew McIntyre. Now, in reality, fucking Team Flair would destroy that other team. I mean, give me a fucking break. But Team Hogan, and it sucks because I want Team Flair to win, Team Hogan should win. Because when they're over in different countries like this, it's all about making that crowd happy. And that crowd is all about the fucking baby faces and legends. It's about fanboying to them, what have you. So the babyface team will win. It will be uh, Team Hogan. And Ric Flair has been making threats that he's going to fuck Hogan up like he's going to physically attack him. So we got to see how that works out. Uh, we also do have Braun Strowman versus Tyson Fury. Your winner is going to be Tyson Fury, which is bullshit because Strowman should win. And we do have the WWE Championship, which is the Beast Incarnate, Brock Lesnar versus Kane Velasquez. Brock Lesnar is going to return this title. I don't give a fuck who Kane is, where they're at, what have you. There's no way. Kane's never going to take that title from him, period. Never mind beat him his fucking second match or first official match in WWE. Uh, some news real quick. Finn Balor has gone on record saying that he thinks the NXT Championship should be defended at WrestleMania. And if you ask me, he is right. Uh, not, now that they're on national TV, USA, what have you, I guarantee you it will be this year. And he also said that he would like the Apostles of Pain, or whatever the hell they are, the AOP, in his WWE Bullet Club. Like I told you last week, the real rock and roller Bullet Club Finn Balor is back, Prince Devitt. And he's going to build the squad, his new Bullet Club. And he likes the AOP right now. Now, I covered this on the YouTube show, but you see Jordan Miles, NXT star and ex-New Japan star, flip fucking shit over a shirt he feels that is racial that WWE made for him and put out. Uh, like I said, if you want to see what happened, go on the YouTube show. Well, Jordan Miles has not backed down. There's rumors he's going to get fired. There was a big meeting about him before fucking Raw, blah, blah, blah. And he took the Instagram, and this is what he said. My tweets yesterday were completely disrespectful and were unprofessional. I have offended a ton of people, and I, use ang and I used anger to fuel me. With that being said, I'd like to take this time to state and apologize for not giving a shit about what others think of me. The anger I have inside of me has built up for years now. Call, call, excuse me, call me what you want, but I'll never ever, you never ever be able to call me a fake. I've been lied to, used, and often mistreated by others who I viewed as associates. I tiptoed around, kept quiet, even took some losses when necessary. Emotionally charged up due to the shirt which triggered past emotions. I'm never going to be sorry for being me, nor will I take back my words. I'm the damn professional. I'm the, I mean, he didn't say best professional world, but he says, I'm the damn professional wrestler in the world and universe today. He must have meant to say best. My ribs are touching crumbs from the floor like an unwanted child for four years. I gave my all to a promotion only to find out you could only reach so high. He's talking about New Japan right there. Just as long as I worked hard. I didn't call Hunter every day to get booked in New Japan. I earned it. I always wanted to be the guy. And no one will allow me to be in this sport. I shall blaze my own trail to that sport, rather it be by the approval of others or not. Today I shall continue to go to distance, the best in the world. And no man nor woman will stop me from being honest. Go to distance. 
So that's what he has to say. <laughs> but he's going to get, I don't know if he's going to get fired. I was going to say he's so going to get fired. That t-shirt was fucking crazy. But the people who made the shirt say everything's approved the way it is first by the wrestler and by WWE. So Jordan Miles said that Triple H and them did approach him with that shirt. And he let them know he thought it was fucked up. But he also didn't want them getting mad at him. So he did kind of approve it. So who fucking knows? And real quick in Ring of Honor. At the last Ring of Honor London event. PCO legit broke Jay Leto's left arm. The footage is on our social media. Check it out on Twitter. PCO went to like the second turn turn turnbuckle to do a flip. He did I mean not flip, but do a jump and land a splash. He went to the second rope to do a splash off the rope. He landed on Jay Leto right on his left arm and he broke it. So now Jay Lethal's gonna be out, which is crazy. All right, Pips, I'm rambling on, man. I've barely been getting sleep. I'm a worker, take care of my daughter, what have you. But I wanted to get this show to you. Uh, just so you know, I'm banned from Facebook from posting until Thursday. I like to share stuff with different groups. I guess groups don't like being shared with, so they report it. So I can't even share anything till 10.50 tomorrow. So if you haven't seen the stuff posted online, that's because of what it was. On Facebook anyway. But definitely check it out. I got a new, two, new YouTube video up, what have you. I also have the movie show I got to do. I'm going to do real quick, and I'm going to put out there for you too so if you want listen to it when you get time i got the review for terminator dark fate and it doesn't even come out i think until tomorrow or the next day but i seen it last week and it's fucking awesome i also got the review for cm punk's uh, girl on the third floor so check out the movie podcast too all right peace i'll be back this weekend with some youtube videos and actually i'll probably be back tomorrow with the results from crown jewel so definitely show some love all podcasting sites facebook and youtube aew insider On Twitter, AEWinsider1 as the number one. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benz, and thank you so much for joining us on the AEW Insider. Ciao, peeps.